0: My life, my life. It's so cool to be alive I don't care what you think about me Cause I'm living life.
1: Where they're rooting hard Tell so them i might be big in a game Like she went not hunt I said I'm moving too fast Didn't even get a glance I'm ready to eat up track Like I'm seated in a restaurant yeah. If you have flag like mine You know it's best to flaunt yeah. We
2: are Hating because you want Shining like it's neon What's up all about the birds nation? This is birds, beers, and BS. Uh, your host as always peanut, myself, Eagle Jeff Warner, and we have a great show on tap for you ladies and gentlemen today. Uh, a lot to dive into as it was a busy week around the NFL and the world of sports. Uh, we'll dive into there was a big NFL trade in regarding a quarterback to a team ahead of the Eagles and how it'll change the uh, atmosphere of the Eagles draft at drafting at 12 in a couple weeks. Uh, of course, big wrestling event this week weekend if you're not a wrestling fan, WrestleMania will return with fans this weekend, so uh, we'll have a little bit of discussion about our top WrestleMania moments, we'll discuss that a little bit later on, also uh, the offseason is, we're a couple months into it, so we'll discuss on how Hallie Roseman, how we feel that he has done this offseason so far, but uh, the lead off the show, big Eagles news this week, well, not Big Eagles news, but, uh, they signed a linebacker, surprisingly, and they signed linebacker Eric Wilson, uh, from the, uh, Minnesota Vikings, so uh but major upgrade over what we have right now uh in my opinion uh he's a guy that led the team in tackles last season on a bad Minnesota Vikings defense uh so he brings that tackling uh tackling mentality and he's a tackling machine uh he also is familiar with the defense working under uh Mike Zimmer uh, who John Gannon you worked with in Minnesota for a little bit. Nice. so uh, definitely an upgrade over what we have here in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. so peanut your thoughts on the big Eagle signing this week. uh solid signing man I like it. We signed a linebacker a solid
0: linebacker. thank you for that. um I don't know I can't really complain about anything yet he he's not a he's not a he's not a game changer, but it's a solid player on the on the linebacker front so yeah i'm 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 pro linebacker signings.
2: Well, yeah, he's not Ray Lewis, he's not Brian Urlacher, he's not Mike Singletary, but over the direct that we had mm-hmm. at our linebacking quarter currently, with no offense to Alex Singleton, uh, they get TJ Edwards back, they have two un- uh, two unproven guys in the back end of the roster with yeah, Davion yeah. Taylor and Sean Bradley, <clears throat> yeah, they, yeah. they had to make some type of upgrade, and they get a guy that has that starting... Uh, experience in this league and has had for the most part success and is familiar with the defense and you got him relatively on the cheap end Uh, he signed that one year proven type of deal worth up to 3.25 million dollars he spent his first four seasons with the Vikings and New Eagles defense coordinator Jonathan Gannon was on Mike Zimmer's staff uh, during Wilson's rookie year before Mm. joining Frank Reich's staff in Indianapolis Uh, also Wilson started four games in 2018 and six in 2019 but last year was his first as a full-time starter where he had three interceptions, two forced fumbles, three sacks, eight tackles for a loss, nine quarterback hits, and 122 tackles. Not bad. So not bad. Like I said, he, he's not mm. he's not gonna be that much of a difference maker in my opinion, but he's definitely an upgrade over what we have currently with our linebacking core. Could he be like a fly under the radar Potential start?
0: Well,
2: no, he—he's definitely a starter. He—he's coming in day one. It's gonna be him and Alex Singleton right now. I feel as your nickel uh, linebackers. As for the third, it's gonna depend on. Uh, what uh, what Gannon uh, feels is more comfortable in his scheme. If okay. it's going to be T.J. Edwards <clears throat> as a third linebacker, right. and they're going to give Davion Taylor some playing time, Sean Bradley, who they uh, drafted last season. And you have to remember, they did convert Jannard Avery from defensive end to linebacker True. as well. So True. you have another guy linebacker. Most of these guys are probably going to be special teamers, but uh, Eric Wilson is definitely... A guy, he's a little bit undersized, I understand that's one thing that people are a little bit worried about, especially going about some of these big physical running backs. Uh, can he handle that type of ground-and-pound uh, running game? Right. And uh, also against some of these big physical line ba- or uh, tight ends. Right. He's a guy that has some good coverage skills, but is he going to be able physically to mm-hmm. be able to contain these uh, guys? Like, Not saying they're playing Tampa Bay this year, but like a Gronk or a Travis Kelsey. uh those yeah.
0: type of guys. Well, we have to face um, Elliot twice a year. We have to face Saquon uh, Bar- Well, Bar- that's twice the running a backs. Like, it, it, you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 you know, whatever. It, good signing, solid signing. That's a I'm good okay signing. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I, and I understand people are saying, well, why was he available? Uh, is he really that good? The fact that he is available this late into the offseason just a couple weeks before the draft right? and I, don't, I really don't buy too much into that I'm, I'm, like I said he's not a superstar but he has the potential to be a decent player for this defense and to get him relatively on the cheap at 3.25 million for a starting linebacker in this league that's a steal in my opinion and yeah. a guy that already somewhat knows the system what probably something similar that Gannon's going to run yeah. the only thing is that this probably definitely puts in doubt and we've talked about last week is them drafting Draft a, linebacker a linebacker in the first
0: round. Yeah. Or maybe it doesn't though. Maybe they got the no. they, they got this guy to kind of groom whatever uh, rookie they decide no. to bring in. No. It's possible. No, <laughs> it's no. possible. It,
2: it's not. They they might draft a linebacker later on, but they're not drafting number with number with that number twelve pick. Right. They are not drafting Micah Parsons or one of these other linebackers.
0: If they do draft a linebacker, you should have to wear a mohawk for the like after it's that. It's not happen. It's, it they haven't drafted happen.
2: a linebacker in the first two rounds since Michael Kendricks in two thousand twelve. So they're due. They're due. It's like a
0: volcano. You no, know no, they
2: drafted Kendricks in the second round. No,
0: I agree with you. I, I'm just fucking with you, but seriously, I, I wouldn't mind a linebacker that early, not at all.
2: But the 26 year old Wilson stands at six foot one, 230 pounds. He joins an Eagles linebacking corps that has very little terms in uh, li- uh very little in terms of experience beyond undrafted mm-hmm. Alex Singleton, who made his first 11 career starts last year, and undrafted T.J. Edwards, who started 12 games last year as well. So okay. a very inexperienced uh linebacking corps. But he's a guy that can ball. He's he's a guy that can I feel that can make plays, and he's gonna be one Mm -hmm. of those underrated signings that we're gonna be talking about. I feel uh, towards the end of next season, saying they made a good signing. The the thing is, but we only got him for a year, though, right? For right now, but if you play, that's the thing. A lot of these guys are getting one year deals. Not, not a lot of teams are throwing money around, so a lot of right. these guys, especially the guys in their prime or before their prime, he's only 26 years old. In his eyes, I can perform well if I'm not going to be here next after this next season. Right. I'll get paid by another team once everyone's salary cap is back in order. It's not a bad deal, though. You know what I'm saying? The only thing, the only thing that sucks is what if he does ball out?
0: Do I, you know And pay him.
2: Then that, that's a positive sign. The only thing I agree with you. If he does ball out, you got one of his best seasons on a year where you're not potentially going to make that much of an impact as far as making a deep playoff run, which anything can happen. I know we keep on talking on a weekly basis that, we don't know what this team is made of. We don't know if they're really a Super Bowl contending team. Not we yet. don't we don't know what we have in Jalen Hurts. We don't know what we have as head coach with Nick Sirianni. And granted, we're less than three weeks away till the start of the NFL draft. This team is nowhere near close being assembled <clears throat> uh, for the final game day roster as of right now. We have eleven picks in the in the draft. So. You,
0: you know why we're scared though. You know what we do know. We know Howie Roseman. And i think that's what what kind of like is the catalyst to this whole situation um i, I think honestly i think i think how in this this is completely my opinion i'm sure i'm gonna get ragged for this but i think i think he does have a plan and and personally i think the defense is gonna be one of those things he's gonna target during this draft i I don't know what you got look i i want a linebacker that early i'm sure we're not gonna get it but i'm I'm sure he's gonna start addressing the defensive side of the ball eventually
2: well they're gonna have to because this was a defense that was an embarrassment last year Mm -hmm. uh and they definitely have to address the defensive side of the football uh uh, they're, they're moving in a different direction. Now's the time to do it. Uh, they move on from Jim Schwartz, who I don't know if you saw. He got it yes. for, for a guy that uh, didn't want to play or coach next season. He got a new job uh, with the Tennessee Titans as a consultant to their new defensive coordinator, which yep. I get it. I understand Eagles fans are outraged. And according to reports from people around the league, uh, Schwartz once. Uh, once Peterson was let go, he wasn't coming back. Uh, yeah. He he, want, he wanted to be under Peterson. He did not want to <clears throat> be with this management without Peterson here. Yeah. So once Peterson was uh, let go and they he, they decided to move on from him. He was right or die. He was like, nah, man,
0: you fire him. All right, cool. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? And to be honest with you, the, the team got – the defense got stagnant anyways. No offense to Schwartz. He's a, he's a genius. He, he, he's not a genius. He, well, he's a good defensive-minded
2: coach. He's a decent defensive mind coach, like you said. But right. the whole reason for the signing is apparently he has some health issues. Mm. Uh, and he's he lives in Tennessee. He lives in Nashville. So it's close to home. Yeah. And I feel he's sort of hoping that one day he wants to get a head coaching job again. And for some reason, if, if Mike Vrabel... Uh, doesn't pan out. They decide to have a short leash with him down the line, and he they decide Schwartz. to move on from him. Maybe they give Schwartz another shot. Being being from the hometown, or living in hometown Nashville, close to home, close to his doctors, yeah. uh, he's already helping with defensive coordinator, so he has that relationship.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, so there could be a possibility, but yeah. Well, last year's defensive stats were not very good, Hell no. as the Eagles ranked uh, in po- uh, points allowed, 20th in the league, 19th uh, in yards allowed. Uh, turnovers, they 22nd. Uh, they gave up four, uh, their 14th and first downs. It, it was it was just an abysmal defensive performance which a lot of that was on the ga- scheme and the, and the game plan but a lot of that was also on the, on the players that you had on the defense side of football. You, you expected a lot more from some of these guys like Nicole Roby Coleman who you signed. You expected a little bit more early on from uh, Javon Hargrave right. who picked things up in the second half of the season thankfully right. but by then it was a little bit too late. Darius Slay was somewhat of a little bit of a letdown. You had injuries to Rodney McCloud, So, mm-hmm. Schwartz only could work with what he could deal with, and right. that, that's why you need to address the defense side of football. And right. they somewhat did that mm-hmm. this offseason a little bit. They, they signed uh, Harris the safety. Now they got Wilson, the linebacker. So, I feel they're going to address a lot of these holes on the defense side of football through the draft, like you said.
0: Yeah, but the defense was on the field way too much last year. You know what I'm saying? So, any defense that's going to be on the field that long... The, the, listen, the, how many three-and-outs did we have this season? I'm sure it had to be up there. We had to be... with. Within like the last two or three teams, because I'm telling you, this defense was on the field so much. I it, Honestly, we just got worn that we just got worn out, man. And I, I, listen, the scheme wasn't great. There were a couple of players that were injured and whatnot. But seeing the defense on the field that much—that's th- that's never a good sign for a good defense.
2: Well, yeah, because time of possession for the offense, with the Eagles were thirty-first in the league. Uh, defense, which I don't know, if they mean fourth best or fourth worst. But I feel it, it's fourth. They were on the field the fourth <laughs> most in the, the NFL. Fourth worst, man. yeah. So I, I agree with you. It, but again, you only can you only can execute the players. You only can execute the scheme with the players that you have and if you're down to a bunch of scrubs at linebacker and uh, Avante Maddox and whoever at cornerback and moving Jalen Mills throughout the whole entire uh, defensive secondary you don't expect good results no matter who the hell your defensive coordinator is true yeah you're right you're absolutely right man but I'm 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 good with the signing. It was a it was a cheap deal. A lot a more. It was one of those low risk, high reward type of deals. A guy that's not going to invest too much into right. your team. After this year, if he doesn't pan out, you can move on from him. Mm. The only thing I don't like about it, I feel it hinders them from drafting a linebacker relatively early. Probably, I feel in the first three rounds, they I, they might go one with their second, third round pick. Right. But I honestly don't feel they're going to draft a linebacker until maybe the fourth or fifth round, maybe around that area. I, I disagree. I respectfully disagree. I think I think – They're I, not drafting on the first <clears> round, at least. First round pick is
0: going to be a linebacker. It is. Robin, the freaking offensive lineman. Nah, well, this is linebacker week, not yeah, offensive you, lineman week. You are a
1: freaking this switcher. New,
0: this is new peanut. <laughs> no, nah, I'm saying. I'm telling you. I'm going to keep it real with you. Not the first round, but they're going to go – I'm telling you. You're gonna I, don't think they go, I
2: don't think they go second round either. If anything, they might go third round. I I don't know the whole draft board. I don't know where – I don't know. Where, they, where has Tom yet? Yeah, we need a we need draft expert. Call I'm, us Tommy. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> but they they definitely need to at least address the linebacking position in this draft or next year's draft because you're very thin on talent. You don't have that big playmaker.
0: You need the you need the quarterback of the defense, and that's that middle linebacker. You need that we don't
2: guy. Have that. Uh, well, at the time. Back, well, you're gonna get that guy. Well, even before that, we I would say for the longest time, the middle linebacker did, wasn't the leader of the defense. It was yeah, it, always it, Malcolm it was like, yeah. Jenkins or Michael Kendricks when he yeah, in the linebacking yeah. core. He was the outside linebacker. He was the one that was uh bringing in the yeah. uh bringing in the plays from the defense yeah. cor- uh, defensive coordinator. But I would say that was one signing that the Eagles did this past week. There was another signing as a, no- a former Eagle, well, n- no longer former Eagle, returns to the nest as the Eagles do sign running back Jordan Howard to the roster. Uh, Yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, Jordan Howard, uh, 26-year-old. He'll be 27 uh, halfway through the season. He's only 27 years old. Yeah. Damn, I feel like Jordan Howard should be like a 30-year-old or something. 27. Well, he should, but uh, the last couple of seasons uh, he was with two teams last year. He was with Miami and Philly. Uh, in two games with the Eagles, he only had seven rushes for 27 yards, uh, which, granted, that's not to his fault. The, the fact that Doug Peterson wasn't using him properly, wasn't using the running game in general properly. Mm-hmm. We Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. I think, only eclipsed uh twenty total touches, I think twice the entire season. Yeah. But I was and, and in 2019 when he was here with the Eagles for most of the season for ten games, four starts, he had 119 rushes for five hundred and twenty-five yards and six touchdowns. Uh he's relatively a guy when given the rock and given the opportunity, he he gets you a decent decent average yeah. and he brings you that that change of pace back that the Eagles desperately needed. That pound part of the ground. Yeah, we need the ground and pound. I was, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, they're great backs, but they're not going to be that guy that's going to get you that short yardage. The, the only thing I need to see, and I better not fucking see it once with Sirianni uh, w- this season, is if we're in fucking goal line on first and goal, and you're in a goddamn shotgun position. Uh, uh, yep.
0: I'm with you on that one. Now, I don't
2: think Sirianna's going to do that, though. I don't
0: think he's I don't that think, kind of coach. I don't, I
2: don't think he is. Yet. But, yeah, that's frustrating as fuck. I would say the fact that we saw Dougie P do that so, so often, with when everyone knows you're probably going to run yeah. it. If you're going to run it, and, that, and, that is, and, I, and I understand the one thing is you You're that, losing two, two or three yards. What, what, what faults them is they don't keep a traditional fullback.
0: Uh, is Sirianni going to keep a fullback?
2: I don't know. I don't think he is. They really didn't keep that in the Indianapolis right. with Reich. But okay. typically, if they do something, like if they do a, a power back uh, package. They throw a tight end up Yeah, they'll have a tight end or an off- extra offensive lineman in the backfield to push, to push the push gotcha. push the line a bit. Got gotcha. you. As we all mad in the power formation. Yeah, hell yeah.
0: I do that shit all the time. Listen, Sirianni, if you do that shit, you are done.
2: First but, but what, uh, quickly, what are your thoughts on uh, Jordan Howard returning to the nest? It, it, I yawned because te- technically he's just another
0: body at this point. Now he could turn out to be something great, but at this point, I don't even see the guy making the roster. Like I um, really don't. He's making the roster. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't think anything is certain. if you is, take if you take into account all these guys that that practice squad guys like like Boston Scott, um. Fulgham, like guys that really ball out. I think this coach, honestly, is everything's going to be predicated on who is the the biggest hustler, the biggest bruiser, anyone that's willing to put 150% into it. And these guys have been doing this for years and never got a shot. So this year is going to be the year when you see guys like Boston Scott really break out, where you see guys that... Hustle harder than like even even wide receiver core like some of these guys it's all predicated on on competition and I don't feel like I don't feel like Jordan Howard
2: is going to be competing for the job. No,
0: I think he thinks he has the job.
2: He's not competing for a job and he knows his role come in here. This is a guy that's been moving around the league over the last couple of seasons, really hasn't been able to uh, find that groove and stick with that team. And he knows his role. He, he's not an every down uh, running back. He's right. a guy that can come in, help him pass protection and get that uh, ground and pound short yardage for your team. <coughs> and he, I feel he understands that role and a situational type of guy, a guy that they'll change, change the pace of back and they need a couple yards or they want to try to push the rock, a yeah. little bit ground the pound. He, he, for a guy at his age, and he doesn't have a lot of... His age. He's not that old. Well, he's not that old. And he doesn't have that much of a wear and tear on his body. Right. Uh, granted, his first couple seasons, he had over 200 carries on the ground. Uh, where he had two thousand. Where he had over both seasons, over 1,000 yards for the Chicago Bears. So, he's a guy that can be an efficient running back in this league. Yeah. And he's a guy that has proven to be a proven starter. It's just finding that groove. And I, I feel a little bit more comfortable with him, if Miles Sanders goes down, than Boston Scott.
0: As, as my full-time yeah, running back. All right. I agree with you on that one.
2: And nothing against, or, uh, nothing against Boston he, Scott. He's every
0: down back, though.
2: He, he's undersized. He yeah. he, he you. One week you'll get production from him, and then the next week you don't. I got you. So, all right. So all right I the, only, the only thing I didn't like about the Jordan Howard signing is if they were going to go for a guy like Jordan Howard, I kind of felt there were some better options out there. All right. I felt like they could have got Marlon Mack. Uh, Marlon Mack, who returned to Indianapolis with Frank Wright, I think for only $3 million. Yeah.
0: So well, Carson Wentz plays there now. He's like Super Bowl, man. I'm not going to Philly. <laughs> nobody wants to come to Philly. Like, we got lucky with Jordan Howard. Like, nobody wants to come to Philly. Everything looks, in, it, it looks like a mess. Why would any player want to play here? You know what I'm saying? It, it, I, yeah, I get the whole job thing. Like, that's why we got Jordan Howard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, anyone that has a choice is not going to choose to play here. Not yet. You know well, what I'm he, saying?
2: He still had a choice. I don't know what I don't know what the surrounding or uh, what his uh, interests out there from our teams were. But like I said, if a team was looking for depth at running back, Jordan Howard is definitely one of those names in the consideration, in my opinion. Yeah. I just felt for the value. I don't know his – I don't think they announced his exact deal yet.
0: It's only a year deal, right? Uh,
2: yeah, I believe so. It's only a year deal. I haven't been able to. I haven't seen what the deal is. It's probably nothing much. Probably a little bit over the veteran minimum. Uh, probably some incentives stuff Yo, Johnny, like that.
0: Put in the, put in the comments the details because I'm sure he knows. We
2: don't know shit like that. That's that's a Johnny U thing. <laughs> but. Look, Jordan Howard, he's a good back, but nothing that blows you off the mind. And and that just brings us to our next topic of conversation, And is do you feel Howie Roseman, how well do you think he has done this <clears throat> offseason as the Eagles GM? I understand he gets a lot of criticism, a lot of scrutiny, because of the way he put us in this position this offseason. Right. But – I'm going to let you go first. I want to know your thoughts. I'll give you mine. But how do you grade Hallie Roseman uh, for this offseason? Just this offseason. Nothing, this nothing off season, else. A B. Why is that? I'm going to give him a B.
0: <clears throat> and the reason why I'm giving him a B is sometimes when, when, you're, when you're in charge of things, you have to make tough decisions. And, and And mind you, those decisions might go against the grain. So, so far, so good. I, I wasn't happy about the trade back at first, especially knowing that I have to see uh, uh, Dallas and New York pick right before we have to pick, which is unpopular. But this year, I mean, we already know this year is almost a wash. Like, let's just face it. We're not we're not winning the Super Bowl this year no matter what, right? We feel that. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm sure, like, the players know, not, not the players, but, you know, they, they have to know we're not going to win this year. But he stacked us for, for next year you know what i'm saying unless he trades all that for you know what i mean like this might be outdated come september whatever how he has planned but so far seeing what he's doing stacking these picks getting the ones the i have to give him a b because honestly like it 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 it, it deserves a solid b and, and that's only for now. I'm sure it might change in two weeks or tomorrow or probably tonight. It'll be like, how we just traded all those first-round picks. We're getting Deshaun Watson.
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot could definitely change. We're three weeks, less than three weeks away until the NFL draft. So, I'm just grading on him what I've seen from him over the last three months. What you give him? I, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go – I'll maybe go a little bit higher. I'll go B+. Plus. Oh, oh. And oh, because – we didn't know how this offseason was going to pan out. We didn't know. We thought we were going complete turnover uh-huh. with our roster. Yep. Because of our cap situation, because of Howie. I'm, I'm not discrediting him for for what he has done and put us mm. in a position for this offseason. Because of him, because of those bad deals, right. we we're, we're, we're basically we have our hands tied behind our backs. cuz we can't do anything and I get that. But I'm just grading him on this offseason so far, heading into the draft, because pretty much the rest of this offseason, I don't feel them making that—I don't see them making any really big moves uh, until the draft or on draft day, like moving Zach Ertz or some right. of these guys. But You think we move Zach Ertz? I feel we move Zach Ertz on draft day. Okay. In, in probably second or third day, All depending right. on if a guy falls or team or whatever, but gotcha. we'll, get, we'll get into that on a later show. Gotcha. But— Howie we knew the situation with Carson Wentz. We knew the situation because of uh, with Doug Peterson. They move on from Doug Peterson. I understand how he gets a lot of blame for that. But we didn't know how things were gonna pan out with Carson Wentz. And the fact that he was able to get a first round, potentially a first round draft pick for Carson Wentz after some of the deals that we've seen this offseason. Uh, for some quarterbacks, mm-hmm. the, I felt the Eagles got tremendous value for Carson. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, I'm not worried about what he does. If he wins him a Super Bowl, great. Good, good change of scenery. He is familiar with Frank Wright as his head coach, where he had one of his best seasons as a quarterback. So I expect Carson to excel uh, under Frank Wright and Indianapolis. Do you want him to excel? I don't care. Uh, and unless, Hold unless, on. unless, unless it, Hold unless on. it, unless it affects the Philadelphia Eagles, <clears throat> um, the only thing I don't want him to happen. I don't want him getting hurt. I want him to play as many snaps or make the playoffs right. for us to get that first round pick.
0: I think on the first show, you got you got so mad at me because I was like, I, I want him to do good. And you're like, why would you do that? Well, no, I'm not gonna root for him. Okay. You said okay, okay, you said yeah, I'll okay, root okay, okay. for him. Okay, I, I will root for
1: him. I'm not gonna
2: root for him. Oh. I don't wish him any hard will. I don't I don't want him getting hurt. Whatever happens, happens to the Annapolis Colts. That's on them. Okay. So I got you. I'm not worried. I'm not worried about the Colts. I'm not worried about Carson besides his playing time <clears> and <throat> making sure we get that first rounder. So the fact that you're able to get first rounder next year and then you were able to get a third rounder this year yeah. in a relatively deep draft yep. where you have now four draft picks within the first 100 picks at the moment. He did pretty good. He did pretty good on that deal. Then you bring in some uh, veteran leadership with Harris, right. with Wilson. Uh-huh. Uh, so you're Phil. <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened to no uh huh?
0: No, nah, I said no. Mm. I, said, I said no. Uh-huh. Say bullshit. You know what? We did good too. We haven't said it once. I haven't heard until uh, now. Right until yeah. now, My but
2: uh, he, was able to, he was able to get some decent veterans in here on relatively cheap deals, private deals uh, that can. Fill some holes, and you have potential to keep long term if they pan out. Buy some time. Yeah, exactly. You don't. Have, you don't do a complete roster turnover. You're able to restructure deals with a lot of the big veterans that you thought you were going to have to move on from this season, where you're going to have to go through a complete rebuild. Right. And and that's the one thing I feel. I feel the Eagles are looking forward to next season, but they still don't want. Uh, they still don't want move past this season. They still want to be somewhat competitive. Right. And because of that, that's the reason why they kept uh, Brandon Brooks. Why they. Kept kept Fletcher Cox. Uh, granted, they're, mov- they're going to move on from Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson, Malik Jackson. So, those guys are definitely out the door, but... If you were Jackson, that's the Jackson 3 right there. They're gone. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, it. Hallie, the fact that he was able to get our cap capped, our capped, uh, situation... Somewhat under control and relatively where we can make some moves. B? Plus? And, I, and I give him B plus for that. Okay. And then, of course, you have the big deal, which I know a lot of people are still skeptical about the decision to trade down from 6 to 12, including myself. Mm-hmm. But again, if they're truly in a rebuild mode, right? In their eyes, which they are, and if they feel that th- this ain't a one-year turnaround, that this is going to take a couple of years, right? The fact that you got another first rounder next year, potentially now you have three first rounders, you have four picks in the first hundred picks this season. Are you giving some Howie love? I am giving some Howie some love. Some Howie love. I'm not. I'm not discrediting him. I'm not. I, I don't forgive him for what he put our franchise through you know gave yeah, its the Super Bowl and all you're right. Go ahead. Well he gave us a Continue. super bowl Continue. Continue and I understand on. I don't feel that's completely all him. I, I feel if you take away the worst season and the best season from Howie, you get you get you get someone the middle, you get someone at <clears throat> the average of uh, an Eagles team. Okay. And but the, the one thing with under Howie, and we can scrutinize him all we want, right? The one thing that since Howie Rose when since Halley Rosen has been GM, yeah, we have been a competitive football team. That's right. Whether we are back during into the playoffs, whether it takes to week 17. We're still in there and competing till the last game of the season uh, in the regular season to try to make the postseason. You know how many franchises would fucking love that? Yeah. Look at the fucking Giants. Look at them. <laughs> Sorry, Danny.
0: Sorry, Tommy. Emily, uh, anyone else that's a Giants fan? Yeah, the, perfect, the New York
2: Giants, I don't, th- I don't <laughs> know their record offhand, but they, I don't think, have been competitive or really been uh, a team in contention for years. Yeah, you look at the last few seasons. Last year, they were 4-12. Wow. 2018, 5-11. Mm. 2017, 3-13. And then their last playoff, uh, I think, no, I think they missed the playoffs that year. They were second in the NFC. They were 11-5. I, I, I believe they missed it. I can't remember that and year. And that was with, like, good players. You had Odell Beckham. You had Sa- uh, Saquon. No, Broncos. they made the playoffs. They lost in the wild card round that year. But Good for them. But, good for them. Yeah, Ben McAdoo uh, had to fill in for when they fired, I think, Tom Coughlin that season. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, no, Ben McAdoo was the head coach I'm going to be
0: honest. This is going to be known as the Howie episode, man. The moment Jeffrey was like, you know what? Howie Roseman isn't that bad. He is actually
2: well, no. pretty good. No, I'm not saying he's pretty good. Why not? He, he definitely has his weaknesses. Look at his draft. everyone has weaknesses. But Thanos had weaknesses. Yes, weaknesses.
0: The, the the infinity but, gauntlet.
2: Okay. Oh, give hey, the guy some slack, man. But his weakness has set back this franchise multiple years. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for him. We went. I don't feel we would have been the situation. We hit on at least half of our draft picks over the last three, four well, seasons.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, you listen. We have and, to. pay the Piper though, we won the Super Bowl. He bet everything just to get this trophy. But was it from so draft? We have but,
2: to deal with the fucking backlash. But, but means- was it from the draft picks? We the only reason we won that Super Bowl. Okay, one draft pick somewhat panned out that season. Carson Wentz. Besides that, he made right, he, he made a, he, he made a deal with the genie or a devil or something. He probably did that. In every single move he had that offseason worked worked yeah Where it's not happening i feel he's trying to use that same mentality and that's the reason why we're in the situation we were in because he felt those same guys can still play at a high level knowing they're injury prone and that they're on the decline of their career well here's the thing i think he was trying to be (laughs) i think he was
0: trying to be i'm sorry you were coughing kobe coughing he was trying to just look. Everyone's like, oh, when Dawkins left, everyone was like, yo, we should have paid Dawkins. We well, should have kept him here. He should have retired an Eagle. But well, that wasn't so, Howie. So, it's not Howie. You're right. That was, that was Banner. Banner. But I think he learned from that. So he's trying to make sure, like, I'm going to take care of these guys. Like, he wants people to play here. He wants people to retire here. And then it, as soon as, like, guys get old and can't perform the way they do, Howie has to take that, that brunt of the, the, the—
2: Certain guys I understood. But the fact that Alshon Jeffrey, you didn't know what type of uh, situa- or situation he was going to be in the start of the season, whether he was going to start the season on the pup list or not. Deshaun Jackson, a 30-plus-year-old wide receiver who was on the decline. A fan favorite. Of, and co- I don't care about fan Fan favorite. favorite. I care about guys performing on that football field. And the fact that he injured himself by celebrating <laughs> against the Dallas Cowboys. That did and that's the last time we've seen him in an Eagles uniform. That did happen. That and did then happen. the year before, he played a game and a half after getting knocked out of the Falcons game. Game? That, yeah, that or happened. the green bacon? I can't care which game it was. No, It doesn't even matter. Fragile. I got you. And got because you. of Howie bringing those guys back, and I understand last season was COVID, they wanted to try to bring guys back that was familiar. Guilty
0: over everything. And when a, player, when, a play, when a player when a player, feels that way, they're going to play hard for them. And that's what Howie's trying to if, do. If that right? was the
2: case, our team would never quit last it season. It backfired.
0: It backfired. It backfired because of the injuries. It backfired because of COVID. There's so many levels to this thing. And I feel like Howie gets the brunt of it. And I'm digging that Howie, like, listen. Well, of, course, you know, of, course, course, of course he's not the brunt of it. Well, let's, he's let's, the let's one let's
2: making the decision.
0: Let's rewind this. Not even Howie. Jeff. Jeff Lurie is the one that's in charge, and you oh, know yeah. what? How he is doing? He's jumping in front of Jeff Lurie, and people are just shooting arrows, and he's just taking them, taking them. Because Jeff is the one that fucking makes the calls. Let's face it; we're going to build around um, Jalen Hurts. We're going to build around Jalen Hurts, hopefully, right? That that's who. Who did that come from? It came from Jeff.
2: It came well, from Jeff. and that, off- that's the to the report, it never, of course, it never, allegedly, it never openly came out of Jeffrey Lurie's mouth. And and and, that, and that's, that's the, how you know you have a good number two, man. He well, got yo. Know, he's the capital, man. Well, and that's why I don't know if Jalen is definitely they're gonna be their, their starter. The fact that, that when we'll get into that in our show, but yeah. the fact that they openly haven't come out and said Jalen's your quarterback. Because what happens if Joe Flacco outperforms him in preseason then and in he training starts camp? exactly? So that's why I understand people are outraged, but. Yeah, you, I you, the- you can't. You can't go. In, I don't. I don't see a, a lot of negative or positive for announcing the quarterback. Cause, right. but I feel the reason they're not announcing is because Sirianni on his first day said every every position is up for grabs. Yeah. So this is gonna be a competition, yeah. and I feel management does not want to openly come out and say Jalen Hurts is our starter for this season. Right, and if Sirianni feels Flacco outperforms him as the guy, and the way Flacco is talking, right. it feels like he's a guy that wants to be a starter again, and he feels. He could right. be a starter, so they, they don't want they don't want their Carson Went situation where they say he's definitely our starter right. and then bench him halfway through the season. I agree, I agree. But as as for Howie, I'm I'm giving him praise, but there's still a lot of negativity when it comes to Howie, and it's the fact that we don't have trust in him to make these right decisions. We have all the draft capital in the world with three first round picks next season, four uh, picks in the first 100 selections this season. But if he doesn't hit on them, it's not going to matter. His draft record has been abysmal. The fact I've, I've I've got a stat from uh, someone else posted on Twitter, but the Eagles have been over since I think 2014. It's been some years, like fourteen or sixteen, they are the third worst when it comes to drafting uh, cornerbacks and wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Or second worst, and it was they're the low low tier of that core in the pro football focus mm-hmm. when it comes to the grading yeah. uh, players that they drafted over those drafts. That's So, and those are two key positions that we definitely need to hit on this season. We need to yeah. hit on another starting corner opposite of Darius Slay. We need to get a playmaker for whoever the hell is going to be our fucking quarterback, mm-hmm. whether it's Jalen Hurts or Joe Flacco, because right now our wide receiving core is abysmal. Yeah. So I, I'm just a little, I'm, I, I don't want to be all down on Hallie or too high on Hallie, but I won't give him more credit is doing. I feel he's had a decent off season this year with the moves that he has done. Yep. It's still a wait and see. Game. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a full uh, grade when it comes to after the draft, and w- once I start seeing this roster somewhat assembled, uh, then we'll, we'll go from there. Before we completely either praise Howie or basically about to torch Howie. <laughs> but right now, Sorry. right now he's he, I felt he he's done some good moves. He 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 moves some pieces that we felt were not going to be here. He got us out of the draft, Kyle, and he brought him some veterans in here that I feel are going to be contributors to this team. So, B+. Plus. So, overall, I give him a B B+. Uh, this is uh, the all about the birds, birds, beers, and BS. Peanut, myself, Eagle Jeff. Uh, we have a n- uh, great show uh, on the other side. We'll take a quick timeout. I uh, hear work from our sponsors. We'll discuss. Uh, there was a big NFL trade this past week in regards to one – big quarterback that's going to make a big impact on the NFL draft in a couple weeks, as well as uh, some WrestleMania moments since WrestleMania is this weekend uh, with fans in attendance for the first time in almost a y- over a year. Uh, you there, uh, and right? I-, I do wish I was there. I was supposed to be there, but that's in a whole fucking different story right now. But And anything else you want to discuss, make sure you're liking, subscribing, following our All About the Birds social media accounts uh, for the latest here on All About the Birds, and then make sure you also check out our website, aatbirds.com, we'll be back right after you hear from a word from our
1: sponsors support for all about the birds is brought to you by manscaped the best in men's below the waist grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide we have an exclusive offer for our listeners 20% 20% off, plus free shipping with the code AATBIRDS at manscaped.com. Manscaped hooked us up with a bunch of tools and formulations from their Perfect Package 3.0 kit, including the Lawnmower 3.0, which comes with an LED light for a more precise shave and is waterproof to make your shower shave clean and easy. The Perfect Package also includes a deodorant for your undercarriage to prevent odors and chafing, a reviving lotion, a pair of boxers and a t-shirt, not to mention... A travel bag to store all your grooming goodies. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code AATBIRDS at manscape.com That's 20% off with free shipping at manscape.com and use the code AATBIRDS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your balls will thank you.
2: And welcome back to the Birds, Beers, and BS here on the All About the Birds Network. Uh, your co host, as always, Peanut, myself, Eagle Jeff Warner. And again, make sure to support our sponsors by supporting us. You're helping support them. Uh, so make sure to check out uh, manscaped.com. Use the keyword uh, A-T Birds for 20% off and free shipping. Yep. And then also make sure, I would say, you support our podcast. If you appreciate what we're doing and you like what we're, uh, our show is, uh, make sure to get the All About the Birds, Birds, Beers, and BS gear at at aatbirds.com backslash shop. Again, aatbirds.com at backslash shop. There's always some great deals uh, that gets you percentage off, free shipping, all that. Uh, so support our show. We appreciate everyone that has commented, texted us, called us. We we appreciate appreciate the tremendous amount of support from everyone. Thank you. So uh, we continue uh, to do this show. Uh, without you, there is no us. so Thanks. And then we also like to thank one of our sponsors, Vinny's Pizza in Allentown off the of Iroquois Trail in uh, in Allentown. You can give them a call at 610-395-2300. Again, Vinny's Pizza and Restaurant, 610-395-2300. You can visit them at Vinny'sPizzaPA.com if you are in the Lehigh Valley area. A lot of great specials at Vinny's Pizza, daily special. Uh, They do have two large pizza for $24.99, 12 wings, two liter, and large pizza for $25.99 and tons of great foods, Uh, pasta, burgers, sandwiches, a lot of great wraps including grilled chicken, Italian chicken uh, cheesesteak so again you can catch them they are located south of I-78 at the corner of Iroquois Trail and Ruppsville Road uh, order online for carryout or delivery their address is again 6750 Iroquois Trail in Allentown phone number 610-395-2300 or visit them online at vinnie'spizzapa.com so pr- appreciate Vinny or uh, Vinny's and Caesar over there. Uh, great guys as always. Yeah. Uh, so appreciate their support of here on Birds, Beers, and BS. As we shift gears a little bit, uh, there was uh, some big NFL news this week. I don't know if you saw it, Peanut, but it, it's going to make a it. huge impact in regards to the NFL draft as the Carolina Panthers tr- make a trade with the New York Jets uh, to trade for Sam Darnold at quarterback. Uh, huge. Well, like they, huge? they they they, they, there's, they have three draft picks. No, I got that, but huge. I mean, I don't well, know. it's gonna change the atmosphere of the draft. All right. So I'll, let me go over the details here All real right, quick. Uh, so in return. Uh, for Donald, the number three overall pick in 2018, the Jets received three picks, a six-rounder in the 2021 draft later this month, a second-rounder, and a fourth-rounder in 2022. Okay. So, they get they don't get so much compensation this season. Right. But they get— they get Yo, comp-
0: next year is going to be like this explosion— When it comes to the draft, everyone's going to have like mad first round picks uh, traded and all that other stuff. The
2: the Jets are more worse off than us. But and the reason I'm making this move, there's definitely very little doubt that they were not moving on from Sam Darnold in some type of capacity, whether yeah. they're going to release yeah. him or trade him. Right. Because they're, with the second overall pick, they're not getting Trevor Lawrence, but they're right. definitely going to draft one of the quarterbacks, uh, which I believe they're looking at Will, uh, Zach Wilson from BYU. So they're, they're, they feel they're going to get their franchise quarterback with him, and they don't want this quarterback controversy okay. for a guy that was a former first-round pick and have that quarterback competition. They won't go into the air knowing... Who their guy is for the future, and with Darnold, I believe he's on his last year of his rookie deal, or second, or two more years. Okay, uh, so they they knew his time was up in in New York. He right. he wasn't panning out. Uh, I think he lost faith in management, and they they found a team that is need that needed a quarterback. And I don't know, I don't know if Sam Darnold is that much of an upgrade over Teddy Bridgewater for the Carolina Panthers. He is, but. There's a reason why he was uh, scouted as one of the top picks in the draft a few seasons ago. So Darnold obviously has some talent. He he was playing in hell uh, football hell uh, with the New York Jets. But the, the thing that this changes completely is a team like the Carolina Panthers that some people felt were going to try to make some type of move maybe to get one of these quarterbacks in the first round. Doesn't do it. I don't feel. Some people still feel they still might draft a quarterback. Just to, they feel they they want a guy to uh, hold the clipboard, uh, sit back, relax, and learn the game for his first couple of seasons. Whether they feel so they can find out what they have in Darnold.
0: There's no way they draft a the quarterback after
2: this. I, I agree, but some no people, way. but some people feel if Darnold doesn't pan out, they have that guy in the wing that has sat the bench and can be that guy, that next man up, and it's not going to set the franchise back. Right. But I do not agree. I do not feel they're going to draft one of the quarterbacks quarterbacks or make a move for the quarterbacks which means they're, they're going to go after one of the uh, skilled positions which is pits i don't know it depends who's going to be there but they definitely need uh they definitely need a wide receiver right they definitely need some cornerback help right uh, they need uh, linebacker. so there there's definitely a lot of options for the carolina panthers now with the, uh i believe sitting at eight uh in the draft uh, in a couple weeks What so so and they, and they and we, probably
0: we'll go we'll, o-line no, no, well, you in the fucking yeah. O line. Is, is, everyone, gonna, on, is everyone gonna fucking pick an offensive linemen? Hold on. You got McCafferty or McCaffrey. I'm Mc- sorry, McCafferty is my wife. Yeah, you botched that. Love you, baby. But um, you have the running back, you have your quarterback, you're gonna protect the guy. You're, you're gonna go all line. They're not going fucking all line. Why not?
2: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> You are at least I didn't go mm. for a guy. And at least you for a say, guy that knows say, nothing say, about say, the I'll
2: draft, say. you sure try to talk and act like you know shit about the fucking draft.
0: Look, I, Tommy's my
2: friend. Okay, Tommy didn't feel there's an offensive lineman Tommy, that the, for that the, I listen. There's no fucking play or no mock draft on earth right now that has the Carolina Panthers picking a fucking offensive no lineman. Way. No way. Now that they got None. a cornerback, no. If they do
0: it, I swear to God, I'm gonna fucking I'm unless gonna...
2: they trade back. Right now, the only offensive lineman that is, is, is worthy of picking out high is Sewell, which a lot of people feel he's gonna go nah, to the Bengals, yeah, go- or, yeah. or he, might he might go later on. But I don't know who the I don't know who the Panthers' current left tackle is right now. Anyway, but mm. th- fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's all, folks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where, where's it at?
2: But. Now you have to worry. as a Philadelphia. You kind of, you kind of, you kind of thought that the Panthers were a team that you did not have to worry about p- taking one of your guys. Now, now you have to worry about you have to work, worry about Carolina. You have to worry about the, your uh, division rivals with the uh, Giants and the Cowboys. Right. Uh, and of course, there's the we, who's going to take our like what? What are we going after? I feel we're going to have to. I feel if we keep on talking defense, right. they're going to go, go after corner. Which Sertan's size, like they might I saying, the forty or uh, the what's it called? The uh, Panthers they might take Sertan now. That was a team that we really didn't expect, and the team we thought it was going to maybe go to the Cowboys or the right. or the Giants or one of these other teams. Okay, but now uh, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. This just absolutely changes the whole atmosphere on who's going to be available at twelve, right. and we know that there's reports that Halley felt there wasn't much difference in talent between six and 12, but in their eyes, I th- kind of, they kind of felt with the run at quarterbacks at the top end of the draft before them that one of these players that they were eyeing were going to fall to them. Right. And now it still might happen, but now with there's a little bit less of a possibility and less of a certainty that one of these guys do fall with now the Panthers making this trade for a quarterback because so, they're not, not going to be eyeing quarterback first round. So maybe they trade out a twelve. The only way they trade out twelve is absolutely everyone that they want is gone. So, oh. so your uh, Sertan has to be gone. Right. Uh, all the all the wide receivers. Horn uh, Smith. Uh, Smith. Chase, which definitely gone. Pitts and Waddle all have to be gone. And yeah, Horn, um, uh, for some reason, unless there's an offensive lineman there, they might fucking draft offensive linemen. Or a linebacker. They are not drafting a goddamn a linebacker. linebacker. They are not drafting a goddamn linebacker. I think they might. Every single week, it's a new, I can't deal with you. Oh, line linebackers. Yeah, every 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 single one of the Eagles picks, there are 11 picks, it's going to be offensive line linebacker, offensive line linebacker. They're have so many linebackers and offensive linemen, they're not to have to draft one for the next goddamn. No, I swear to God,
0: if we draft linebacker, me and you are gonna have the best show next. Like, after the draft, we we we
2: going at it, man. But uh, in your eyes, do you feel Sam Darnold make is that much of an improvement and really yeah. make, makes the Panthers a better football team? Yeah, shifting gears a little bit. Sorry, I think you no. Know, Sam Darnold, he he is. I, I I think he is.
0: I think he's a he's a talented quarterback that was on a bad team. So putting him with like the likes of a good running back, a good line, yeah he's he yeah 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 yeah
2: yeah, yeah, can i p a so, yeah, Darnold has one year remaining on his rookie contract with a guaranteed salary bonus totaling $4.6 The Panthers must decide on Darnold's fifth-year option for 2022 by May 3rd. So they're going to have to really decide very quickly if they feel Sam Darnold's going to be their guy uh, for possibly the next two seasons, or if they decide that because uh, he would be due... A, a predetermined amount is 18.8 million fully guaranteed so if they do that option there's no going back from it he, he's guaranteed at that deal and if they don't if they feel at this moment that he's not worth that type of money then you let him play off on his last year of his rookie deal and then yeah. either try to resign him or move on from him but yeah. I feel I feel they're gonna at least probably pick up the fifth year option just the fact that they invested multiple draft picks over the next couple seasons allow a guy just to uh, come here for one season and then leave I just don't see the panthers doing that too much yeah, i agree <laughs> thank you for your input peanut
0: i agree i agree Goddamn shit show uh, welcome this, to the shit show
2: yeah again this is birds beers and bs your co-host peanut myself eagle jeff warner you know
0: what At uh best wrestlemania best wrestlemania we're about
2: to fucking get WrestleMania.
0: At. let's go to this
2: <sighs> it's it's called it's called Shifting gears, and you just fucking dive right into the goddamn topic. Yay God damn. This this is why you don't host the show. This is this is why you sit there and, and just talking to the mic and allow me to fucking run this shit.
0: That's pretty much fact. Yeah, because yeah.
2: you just fucked everything up.
0: Pretty much. You but, know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have the behind the scenes. Is going to be up soon. No one gives a there. shit. It's all Jeffrey. It, it's all Jeffrey. No Jeffrey one gives a, a shit. shit. Everyone <sighs> gives a shit, Jeffrey. God damn Especially it. Especially your
2: parents. No. No, I'm playing.
0: Let's go. Move on.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to move on, but you're just fucking talking goddamn Let's go. gibberish Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. and nonsense. Let's go. But yeah, I'm a huge wrestling fan, as many people, the viewers of the show, know, and it's a big, big weekend for wrestling fanatics like myself. That is WrestleMania 37, two night event this weekend on the Peacock Network. Uh, WrestleMania 37, so uh, some big events, main events. Uh, uh, fuck, I don't even know how the main. I, during all the fucking main events. You were uh, talking mad shit on sure, me, man. So, but on. no, you, you caught me off guard. All right. uh, triple threat match for the Universal Championship uh-huh. uh, is between Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. Okay. And then the other championship match is with Drew McIntyre and uh, Bobby Lashley. So, And then a bunch of other great matches as well. So it, sh- it should be a good pay per view. But I know you followed wrestling a little bit in the 90s, late to early 2000s. So you're a little bit familiar with the product. Yeah, that is
0: the most this thing. i know you follow wrestling back when it was in the 90s well no because you back don't follow you just, times you don't follow the current product all right go ahead what's the question
2: i just want to know some of your favorite wrestlemania moments
0: my favorite wrestlemania moment all right so alex roberte uh antonio roberte uh angel rivera they know what this shit is this is the my favorite moment was when ultimate warrior <clears throat> for Hulk Hogan okay. and it and, and had both titles. My cousin cried when we watched that. Yo, Antonio, yeah, yeah, you know this. You cried when that shit happened, man. That's facts. But it was... My aunt used to always have these... Um, like when it was WrestleMania, like we always used to go to my aunt's house.
2: Yeah, little well, viewing party.
0: Right. So she was the only one with the box too. That that's some old <laughs> shit too. Yeah. She knew what I'm, Luisa. You know what I'm talking about. So, anyways, we would go watch the shit, and, and it was Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. and he beat him, and my cousin cried because he
2: because he's a Warrior fan no, or because he, he was, was, a, he he was a awesome. Hulk Hogan
0: fan. Yo, Yang, you know what I'm talking about. Put that shit in the comments down there You know what I'm talking about It was one of the most emotional WWF By the way F Moments that I've ever had It was was dope as shit man What was
2: yours? I'll say, yeah, you're talking about WrestleMania six, so yeah. mm-hmm. you're, you're just showing your age, dude. At, so right. what? Yo, Phil, you know what I'm talking we're, about? We're at WrestleMania 37. You're talking about a, a God, match that you watched. WrestleMania? Are you serious? Series? Yeah, we're at 37 wow. right now. But there's there's just too, there's too many to just pick I'm just blessed. one. Uh, I've been the four WrestleManias in my lifetime. Hopefully, gonna go the more in the future. I should be in Tampa right now, but under some certain circumstances, I cannot yes. be in attendance. But uh, there, there's still just plenty uh to discuss of course uh wrestlemania 17 probably in my opinion the greatest wrestlemania of all time when vince mcmahon and stone cold steve austin joined forces and screwed the rock out of the fucking title okay all right the fact that you never thought you would see stone cold steve austin and his arch nemesis vincent kennedy mcmahon join forces was just unfucking believable. All right. And then it went to one in my opinion a good storyline, but in some people opinion one of the worst storylines in history when uh, Vince McMahon bought WCW, put them out of business. They had this whole alliance angle and it just sh- it went to fucking shit from there. Yeah. Sure. But uh, there's also of course Icon versus Icon, The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18. Eh. Are you fucking kidding uh, me? The pat, the ch- changing of the uh, uh no. of the guard, passing the Iverson Jordan thing with this, dude. That thing was fucking. You you watch that match? The the, the, the division no, in that stadium. The fact that you everyone, the I Rock, the that. Rock was on the top of his uh top of the uh, his prime. Right, he was literally the guy at that point in time. Yeah, look how
0: red your face gets when you say to the Rock. Every he's, time you say the Rock. like...
2: Woo. he's the Brahma bull the people's chant the most electrifying <laughs> man in all of entertainment okay don't right. no, handle my boy I know man I'm I'll just... be laying the smack Yo, down right I, here I was alive
0: when Hulk Hogan slammed fucking Andre the Giant like I seen that shit don't don't
2: live don't be announcing your age bro I know but yeah definitely one of those moments also I've been to a couple big moments in Wrestlemania history when the Undertaker streak Ended by Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans. Uh huh. So, th- that was definitely a great one. Yeah. Uh, so, that th- was a good one. Uh, I was at the. That's great. One. I was at WrestleMania 35, where we had the first women's triple threat main event WrestleMania ever.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
2: that was a, that, that was part of history there. Okay. Uh, so, th- that's just been. There's been tons of great moments here uh, throughout WrestleMania. Hopefully, this weekend's event is a, uh, a good one. I'm a huge Wrestlema- uh, wrestling mark. So. Yes
0: he is huge wrestling yo he would you know everything you have upstairs is the rock like you know what? I'm gonna shut up shut up peanut is there any other
2: moments you have or is that it
0: No nah, other moments I got mad moments well I mean other Wrestlemania moments Wrestlemania uh, Hulk Hogan slamming Andre the Giant yeah you said those two. uh hold on I'm not done yet uh, <laughs> no yeah I'm done I'm done
2: God damn it, bro! I'm not, I'm not really a wrestling dude no more, man. You I'm should. Not... For for you, you like watching sweaty guys fight in UFC. What's the difference if you don't like watch wrestling?
0: All right, so you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't
0: like watching sweaty guys fight. I like UFC. It's I like the same fighting.
2: fucking thing. No, it's not the same thing, bro. You're right. That At least fake. WrestleMania and wrestling, we got our money's worth. At least we don't have to worry about a fight ending in 10 goddamn seconds. That's, a, the main a, real event. Fi-
0: that's a real fight, though.
2: Yeah. Wrestling, wrestling is don't predetermined. It's not fake. Don't throw the it's fucking F around it's here.
0: Not, don't throw the F-word. It's not fake. I'm not saying it's fake. But don't it's don't, entertainment. Don't do don't for everyone that
2: bashes that. wrestling, <sighs> fucking watch it for god for once. Yo, you know what? If you get entertainment and joy out of watching the Avengers or any of these other movies, your favorite TV shows, guess what? It's all scripted. It's all fucking Yo, goddamn you know script. We gotta
0: stop. We gotta stop because Party Doll Dave said wrestling's fake. <laughs> That's the show.
2: <laughs> this is All About the Birds, Birds, Beers, and B.S. What the show about. Yeah, pretty much. I'll say your co-host is always Peanut, myself, Eagle Jeff. Follow Peanut on Twitter at Dave one yes. Follow me on Twitter at JeffWarnerNFL. Check out our website, AATBirds.com for all the latest on Philadelphia sports and the Philadelphia Eagles, especially as we ramp up to the NFL draft in just a couple weeks away. Uh, make yeah. sure to check out our uh, Birds, Beers, and B.S. as well as all our other All About the Birds shows uh, gear at ATBirds.com backslash uh, shop uh, to get all your favorite gear there. We have shirts, we have hats, we have mugs. uh, We have it all. So make sure to check out the website and help support us uh, by supporting our brand and showing off your shirts. So, we yeah. appreciate we appreciate the support uh, from everyone. And then uh, make sure you follow, like, subscribe, all our social media platforms, including YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at AAT Birds, And then, of course, YouTube, All About the Birds, uh, Philadelphia Sports Network, I believe is the full name of it. But uh, make sure you follow, hit that like button, comment, and tell us what you think of the show and all our programs here on the All About the Birds Network. We have a lot of shows. Mondays, we have Chips and Dish. Tuesdays, uh, Fairways to Heaven with uh, Phil and Jason, a golf show. Wednesday, we have the flagship show, the AAT Birds Weekly Report. Fridays, right now, exclusively on YouTube, we have the Birds, Beers, and BS show. And then, of course, Saturday evenings, we have Tom Barnett and John Uleka with the AAT Tom. Birds Draft Show. Uh, we have a special show this Friday night with uh, NFL and uh, Major League Baseball a, uh, a, a, ah, AP reporter Rob Body, uh, a, a, a good a good uh, friend of the program and a good friend of AAT. So he's going to be joining the guys, probably talking some NFL draft, talking what the Eagles might do, and a couple of their signings this past week as well. So yes. we again appreciate everyone for tuning in to another episode of Birds, Beers, and BS. We'll be back next week as always, same channel, same time. Uh, we appreciate everyone for your support. And like we say on here on Birds, Beers, and BS, you drink them, you got them, and have a good night, everyone. Don't no,
0: stop it. Rest in peace, Team X.
2: Ah, fucking that.